Make plans now to avoid the traffic gridlock. Semi's Original Lake Forest is looking forward to becoming your wagering headquarters in Orange County. Our 2,700-square-foot Las Vegas-inspired race book includes individual viewing terminals, ample self-serve betting machines, live tellers, and there are no parking or cover charges at Sammy's Original. Help celebrate our 10-year anniversary with a special menu featuring rollback prices in the race book for all our players. Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. First post time each racing day at Sammy's Original is 10 a.m. Come in, enjoy the great food, the great racing, and see what Sammy's Original is all about. For more information, call 949-716-2367 or log on to Sammy'sOriginal.com. See you at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com bet. That's winning at DRF.com bet. It's post time for a Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Los Alamitos. Earn your way into the 2024 National Horse Player Championship in our live money on track NHC handicapping contest Saturday, September 23rd. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By the La Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 to reserve your Breeders' Cup room now. By Legacy Ranch, get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com, enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By Semi's Original, watch and wager where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semi's Original in Lake Forest. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, it pays to own a cowbred. And by the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing, sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com, selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona, it's cool, fast, and firm in the Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. 
Hey, good morning, and welcome to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo. Our regular co-host, Bob Ike, is getting a well-deserved day off today, so we went to the bullpen, bringing in our closer, the former longtime host of Thoroughbred LA, former national correspondent of Daily Racing Forum, and uh, a guy that still has a, a, a beat on what's going on throughout the nation in the thoroughbred racing industry, my buddy Jay Bridman. Jay, welcome back to the show. John, good morning. How are you? Doing great. We've got a lot going on today. We've got a nine-race card at Los Alamitos, including the Dark Mirage Stakes. They kick off at 1 o'clock our, our time. Already underway is the Parks Racing Card. This is their big day. They've got the Cotillion, which is a grade $1 million race for Phillies, and the Pennsylvania Derby, a $1 million race for Colts. And uh, not not great weather so far, looking <laughs> no. at what, what I see on the screen right now. Well, I mean, the whole eastern seaboard is not running. They're not running in New York and Maryland. Uh, a couple other tracks back there I, I saw were out. But it's the big day at Parks, and they're going. It looks like a sloppy racetrack as they get to... They're coming to the gate for the second race of, what, 14 there? So, yeah, yeah, four, yeah. still plenty of action to go at Parks today. <laughs> well, Get with, settled in. That's, that's for sure. With Aqueduct uh, closed today, we're going to have John Ardoon take a look at the Pennsylvania Derby later on on the card. But let's take a look at the grade one cotillion, you and I. Yeah. Uh, it goes as race number 12 on the card, a field of nine in the race, and uh, a California representative, the Calbred Ceiling Crusher, is in there with Doug O'Neill and Edwin Maldonado back at Parks to ride. But uh, you've got a filly with three grade one wins already this year, and that's number three, Pretty Mischievous. Yeah, and you know what, John? I'm Pretty Mischievous, I'm sure, will be favored because she's got all the headlines, and she's won a number of grade ones. The, you know, the last grade one win that she got was uh, under tragic circumstances. She inherited the win in the test when Maple Leaf Mel broke down. But I really think Ceiling Crusher can win this race. There's not a lot of, a lot of pace in the race at all. She's really fast. She's out of an Indian Charlie mare, and those kind Indian Charlie offspring tend to like an off track. Uh, and both of her two-turn races I thought were sensational. I, I think she can go wire to wire in this race. Well, she's got post number two from the yeah. inside. It ought to be the, you know, you know what Edwin Maldonado is going to do. Hop the gate and let's go. And uh, it's, you, you put the onus on everybody else to keep you honest. So she's got a chance. She's 5-1 uh, to one on the program in there. Pretty mischievous is the 2-1 to one, uh, favorite. Tyler Gaffleon riding for Brendan Walsh, again, off of three straight grade one wins, including the test. And uh, it, it's just an interesting card top to bottom. Right now, as, as they stand, they are still racing on the grass there. It's listed as yielding. But given the amount of rain and, you know, that, that park's turf course tends to be a little boggy anyway. So I, I wouldn't be surprised later on if, if those races came off. If you're playing rolling bets, keep a close eye on changes because anything could happen out there. A lot going on in the industry this week, Jay, and let's talk about some of the things that are happening. First of all, uh, a man that, you know, I never got a chance to meet, but Brereton Jones, the founder of Airdrie Stud, and uh, the former governor of Kentucky passed away this week, and he had a big impact on the game. Oh, my God. Uh, Brary was a great guy. Um, he was one of these people who was able to get all sides of with differing opinions to come together with consensus, not only in, in racing, but as governor as well. He did a lot of great things over the years. And you know, he, to me, is one of the most significant people in the history of what's gone on in Kentucky racing because he was the one who got the, the legislation passed for the historical racing machines, which has just completely boosted the purses there and made Kentucky, you know, maybe the strongest circuit in the country now. If not, it'd be hard to argue who's better than them. So he, he was able to do that. As governor, uh, he expanded health care. This is a non-racing thing that he did, but he expanded health care for people in the state. He was able to work with both sides of the aisle, and I think that was a significant aspect of his 
political career, uh, but he obviously had a, a great career in the thoroughbred industry. He won the Kentucky Oaks three times, John, with Proud Spell and Believe You Can, uh, both of whom he bred, and then also with Lovely Maria, who was a, a purchase. Uh, and uh, you know, So three wins in the Kentucky Oaks. Airdrie Stud is one of the most prominent farms in the country back there. And he stamped his get. His, his son, Brett, has taken over Airdrie. Brett is a wonderful person. Uh, he was out here a couple of times during Delmar, in fact, because they've got a, a nice three-year-old with little Red Feather, who's out of Believe You Can, who won the Delmar Derby. Oh, that's uh, right. So, conclude. Conclude, right. Yeah. So they've, uh, so, uh, you know, and Brett is very involved in a lot of things that go on in, in Kentucky racing. He's been on the Kentucky Racing Commission. He's shepherded Airdrie studies, followed in his father's footsteps. So things are in good hands, but, you know, Brary left his mark in a lot of ways, and he was, he was a really good guy. A very hard guy to replace. And as the game changes, as we see it happening now, these guys are even more important and their losses are more significant. Uh, talking about some of the changes in the game, uh, we have some dates uh, changing. Uh, first of all, Golden Gate, they did apply for dates for next year. So it looks like they are a go at least through the end of June. Yeah, and hopefully that'll uh, stay the same. I hope they're not going to try and hold everybody hostage in terms of uh, making their extension to June contingent on funds going to uh, Southern California when they go away. Uh, but we'll see how that plays out in coming months. Uh, I, I'm, that's something I've got my eye on. Uh, I feel sorry for the people in Northern California. They've been sort of pushed and pulled in a couple different directions. We're stopping in December. Now, nah, well, we're going to go now till June. So if they do go to June, that's great. It buys them six more months to figure out where they're going to go. Uh, but one guy who's up there or was up there is going to be leaving before the end of the year, and that's Matt Dinnerman. He was announced yesterday. He's going to be the new track announcer at Oakland Park. So congratulations to Good him. Good for Matt. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a, a great place to call the races, Oakland. I think he's going to enjoy that. And I think people enjoy having him down there. His enthusiasm for the game is, is legitimate. It, it's an honest, pure joy, sure. and he loves it. So congratulations to Matt. One track that we won't see anymore, how about Turf Paradise? Yeah, that was, uh, you know, that's an unfortunate situation, John, because these things are connected. When, you know, Turf Paradise goes away, when Golden Gate goes away, that makes Southern California more of an island. And... When you can't cut it on, in Southern California, it's nice to be able to send your horse to Northern California or to Turf Paradise. If you don't have those options, it makes this a much more challenging circuit to be on if you can't compete at the level that you're supposed to compete there. And then where do those horses go? And it makes it more, I think, appealing for someone to have horses in another spot, spot in the country where you've got more options. So while... In a bubble, it might be like, oh, it's no big deal that Turf Paradise is going away. The ramifications of that for Southern California racing are significant. Well, there's a couple of angles, too. As a breeder, if you, if you breed a horse in right. California that can't cut it at Santa Anita, you had Northern California or Arizona to go to as options. Right. If you don't have those options anymore, what's the incentive to take the chance to breed a mm -hmm. horse that's good enough to remain in Southern California and for the horse players based in Arizona, because there's no live racing schedule now in Arizona, that takes away all their simulcast facilities, right. at least the hard uh, satellite wagering facilities. I don't know yet what the ramifications are if you're allowed to have an advanced deposit wagering online uh, uh, account in, in Arizona. I haven't read what the, the, the final tab is on that, but starting in October 1, we may lose all the horse players in Arizona. Yeah, it's a, it's a really bad situation. There's just a lot of domino effects when these things happen. It's not just Southern California. I mean, this is going to impact Emerald Downs. Absolutely. You know, 
Uh, it's going to impact uh, in Minnesota as well right. because there's a lot of people who, I mean, their circuit was turf in the winter in Minnesota, you know, in, in, in the summertime. Right, uh, right. So th- these are significant contractions in racing. Yeah. Short term, I think it will probably <clears throat> help Golden Gate this winter without uh, Arizona running those horses might be stable in Northern California if they run through June as planned. Right. So that might help short term. It might help Emerald Downs short term. They'll go up to, to uh, Washington State for the summertime. But, uh, you know, long term, I just don't, you know, it's, anytime there's a contraction like this and we're left not alone, good. it's not a good thing. Nope. Uh, I lost a friend this yeah. week. Yeah, we had a we got news. Uh, Michael Blowen from Old Friends in Kentucky gave me a call over the weekend that Amazombi, uh, the the 2011 Breeders' Cup Sprint Champion and the Clips Award winner, running around his paddock, he fractured <laughs> an ankle and, and had to be uh, euthanized. And this is a horse we we had an awful lot of fun with. And uh, I know Jay, you followed his career quite closely. Oh, for sure. Uh, 2011 Eclipse Award winning sprinter after winning the Breeders' Cup Sprint. That year at, at Churchill Downs, one of my favorite memories, John, was being on the track. I was working for the uh, Breeders' Cup uh, show that year, and just being on the track after that race uh, and interviewing Bill on the track was one of the you know my favorite moments of, of in broadcasting. I was looking up Amazami's career, John. He won 12 of 29, just shy of two million dollars in earnings, three Grade One races. But here's something you might not even remember: Did you know that it wasn't until his 15th start that he ran in a stake that tells you the the methodical way that bill brought this horse along he didn't over pitch he didn't pitch him too high until he was ready to be pitched too high he used allowance conditions he didn't break his maiden until his fifth start he he was he had a big building block he had a real base before he took that next leap and look what that foundation meant and you know, we unfortunately don't see that as often anymore now because it's hard to get allowance races to go past maybe the second level condition anymore. Uh, if you're a real young horse, there's there's rarely an allowance race for a two-year-old. It's like right on into stake racing. So the, I think the foundation that this horse had his first couple years of racing set him up for the success that he had the second half of his career. I agree. Uh, you know, he was a throw-in as a, as a yeah. youngster. Uh, his owner breeder, Greg Anderson, had passed away. And he had two horses at Judd Morse's farm, and uh, they were trying to find new homes for for these horses. And, and Bill went to buy the other one. Right. <laughs> and, and this horse showed up with him in the van at Del Mar- at uh, Santa Anita. Bill ended up getting two for the price of one. He he, he was as surprised as anybody else. And uh, watching him develop that horse and and get to to winning the Breeders' Cup and and a championship uh, was very very satisfying for me to watch a guy like this. There are a lot of horsemen on that backside. If you give them a good horse, they know what to do with it. It's yep. just hard for them to get those good horses. And uh, Bill, for me, made a lot of chicken soup out of chicken feathers <laughs> through the years. So congratulations to Bill Spar. I'm going to miss Amazombie. And he was very popular at Old Friends. Oh, yeah. I just saw Blum. him when I was back there in, in yeah. May uh, when I was in Kentucky. I well, went to Old Friends yeah. and saw Amazombie. He was well, well taken care of there. And unfortunately, you know, as we know, even if you have a horse out in the field just running around, uh, you know, bad things can happen. And unfortunately, that's what happened in this case. Exactly. And, uh, well, if you go back out next time, uh, they're building a hall of, uh, museum at yeah. Old Friends and his Eclipse Award. Bill sent his Eclipse Award out to Michael, so it's oh, going to be great. part of that museum. So his name will still be out there associated with Old Friends. Yeah, Farm. that big old barn is going to be uh, it's gonna be some nice hardware in, there, in that, uh, yeah, that barn that they're converting into the 
in, into the little welcome area there. I've got to get out there and see it. Well, let's go ahead. I'm going to make a play uh, today at, on behalf of the South Point Hotel. Again, with football season going on, we've got the baseball playoffs coming up. Obviously, horse racing. We're going to have Santa Anita beginning next week with some important Breeders' Cup prep races. If you want to get out to the South Point Hotel, give Steve Johnson a call, 866-780-7223. Ask for Steve. He'll tell you how you can get the Thoroughbred LA horse players rate. I'm going to go to Los Alamitos for my play today, Jay, and that's in race number three today, number six, Paco's Pico, a horse that goes from the inside of Del Mar to the outside of Los Alamitos. That's a huge post switch, five and a half furlongs. He's a horse that does well when he can make the lead. I think he's quick enough to make it here from the good post, and if he does, at six to one on the morning line, he's going to be tough to catch. So race number three, horse number six, Paco's Pico at Los Alamitos. Let's go ahead and take our, our, our first break. And when we come back, Jay, we're going to talk to uh, Bob Mazursky about what's going on at Los Alamitos, including the Dark Mirage Stakes. We'll have Bruce Finkelstein. Later on, John Hardoon. we got Scott Shapiro back because of the Twilight card at the Churchill Downs. Shapper. And uh, Toby Callett. And, as usual, Michael Rona batting cleanup. You're listening to Thoroughbred L.A. right here in the home of Angels Baseball, AMA 30 KLAA. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with action-packed racing cards in beautiful Orange County. Our daytime meet continues with live racing held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through September 24th. First post will be 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time horse of the year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, and so many other great stars. Our stakes action is headed by the Dark Mirage on Saturday, September 23rd. Plus, on this day, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. The handicapping contest is set for Saturday, September 23rd. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. It's daytime racing at Los Alamitos through Sunday, September 24th. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. 
for upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at The Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. It's time for our Cowbred of the Week. Yeah, and it's uh, a familiar name, Kings River Knight, who won the E.B. Johnston Stakes at Los Alamitos last Saturday. He's by acclamation. Out of the Poteen Mare Season to Perfection, bred by Old English Rancho, owned by Integrity Thoroughbreds, the Elwood Johnston Trust, and Ken Tavalda, and trained by John Sadler, now has six wins from 12 starts and earnings of more than $366,000. And as we mentioned, Ceiling Crusher's running in the Cotillion. We got Fowler Blue back at Parks as well to run in the Greenwood Cup. So a lot of action for the Cowbreds. Uh, And as we know it, it... pays to own them it does and a reminder everybody who's who's doing the breeding work in california if you have a foal of 2022 you need to register your foal as a cowbred by the end of this month by september 30th so that uh, deadline is coming up this week let's go ahead and get to our next guest and that's bob mazursky who wears the publicity hat over at los alamitos bob good morning how you doing i'm good guys how are you Doing great. Listen, uh, before we, we talk about a selection today, let's look take a look at the feature race. Goes as the ninth race on the program. That's the Dark Mirage Stakes. And you got the defending champ, Ganadora, back in the race. Yeah, she's a 6-5 to five favorite on the morning line. She won this race by eight lengths last year. You know, Juan Hernandez rode her that day. But, of course, he's occupied back in uh, Pennsylvania riding reincarnate in the Derby there. So Ramon Vasquez gets the call. I think she's definitely the one to beat. You have Chis Mosa coming back to California after a less than successful trip to West Virginia, but she ran very well over this track in the summer. She was second behind Ida in the grade two, grade lady M. Then you have Yuki, who was sharp down at Del Mar for Amador Sanchez. So I think the three choices on the morning line are probably the ones to beat. Trueville likes this track. You know, she ended a long losing streak last time. She runs well here. She gets Frazu, rides her back. So it's an interesting race, but I think Ganador certainly is the one to beat. And, Bob, you've got uh, not only the action on the track today but you've got a nice handicapping tournament there as well give us the details on that yes we do we have a it's a 500 buy-in 400 goes into the your wagering card 100 into the prize pool and it's a all on the low sell card today win play show exactas daily doubles trifectas and the top two finishers will earn seats to next year's nhc in las vegas so it's a come out and play it's a like i said 500 to get in you can enter up until the uh Second race, they post, the deadline is 1.30. If you can enter before then at the mezzanine level at Los Al, right across from the entrance to the Vessels Club. And, uh, Jay, 
Bob has been on fire. He was terrific yeah. for us at Del Mar la- during all during the summertime. First weekend at Los Alamitos, he gave us RT eleven twenty as a winner there. Uh, again, Bob, we're gonna need another pick from you. Sponsored by today's Racing Digest, where all of your selections can be had. Who do you like on today's card? I'm gonna to go to the seventh race. I like number eight, Imperial Hornet for Leonard Powell. I think the horse is in a much better spot today than he was at Delmore. Didn't have the best of trips. There's not a lot of speed in this race. When this horse won, he went wire to wire and his maiden wins. I'm hoping that's the strategy today. So number eight, Imperial Hornet in race seven. That's number eight, Imperial Hornet, five to one on the morning line. Race seven today at Los Alamitos for Bob Mazursky. And again, all of Bob's selections can be had at todaysracingdigest.com. Bob, here's something we have a good turnout today for that handicapping contest, and let's have some fun. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. That good was, day. <laughs> that was Bob Mazursky for that's my fellow Kings fan. I'm that's say good day. That's right. My fellow, my fellow Kings fan. They were Bob down Mazursky. in Australia last night. They played or this their morning. first. They played their first. Uh, preseason game of the year last night and i think it's a preview of coming attractions they gave up five i know it's that i can't overreact to like a, 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 a an exhibition game um but they gave up five goals and i think that's going to going to kind of be the kings this their, year their, MO. They, they, their goaltending is going to be their achilles heel well it ought to be interesting to watch anyway speaking of achilles heel we didn't ask bob about aaron Rodgers. Anyway. <laughs> nice segue go on. let's go ahead and bring in our, our next guest uh with a good with a good achilles heel yes. mr bruce finkelstein from betonbruce.com and bruce good morning and hopefully uh i i heard you're feeling a little bit under the weather we're going to get you to this segment okay how you doing today i'm hanging in there the voice sounds a little like tom waits back in the day but uh, <laughs> <That's> I, <great. laughs> i'll try to get through this sorry guys all right, we'll send my vet over. You'll be feeling you'll be doing handstands by this afternoon. A, a couple of things I want to touch on before we get a play from you. Uh, the, your your uh, opinion on the new wagers at Santa Anita, which will get rid of the Rainbow Six. It'll be a one dollar uh, pick six, and and again the seventy percent to the winners of six uh, pick six winners, thirty percent to those with five. There'll be a carryover for when there are days when the people don't hit six uh, on those. So we're going back to the old traditional pick six. I'm a fan of that. I just yep. want your opinion on that. Agreed. I'm a fan, too, and it's instead of uh, being a $2 wager, it's a dollar wager. So there's a little bit of a compromise in there. It's not $0.20, cents, obviously, but a dollar works. A, the dollar pick six did uh, very well at Saratoga and in New York in recent years, and I think it's going to be, a guys, a little bit dependent on if we can get some carryovers now and then. I think that will definitely spice it up. We'll, we'll still need field size and competitive races get carryovers at a dollar but you know i think it's a better uh, wager going forward i I, the idea of a single player taking the whole pool it just never happens with the 20 cent uh wager so this makes a lot more sense and more money is returned to the player every day and that's what we're you know we want to see i love the idea of the three dollar uh pick three uh did you mention that john I was just going to bring that up. Similar to what Keelan has put into play, uh, Santa Anita starting this Friday when they open, they're going to use a $3 minimum, all, all turf, pick three. It'll be the last three turf races every day at Santa Anita. And uh, us dinosaurs, remember when the pick three was initiated, it was a $3 <laughs> minimum, right? And I believe, That's right. Jay, you, yep. I'm sure Jay yep. knows. It was at least. Did you just call me a dinosaur, by the way? I, th- I think. Do you like how he said dinosaur. Jay there, John? I think. <laughs> dinosaur followed by Jay. <laughs> no, but I mean, there was what? One, I believe there was one <laughs> to start the day. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day. And uh, I think it's a, it, I think what's happened here with low minimums, 50 cents in the pick three, 
I think we all know if it's a watered down payoff in certain situations. For example, if an even money shot were to win at, at 50 cents and then you have, and, and it's the, the shortest price of the sequence, if you have a couple of price horses, it, it's very affordable to, to just single the short price horse, go spread, spread, really not doing much handicapping. And you will get a watered-down price. You won't even when you extrapolate it out to say three-dollar payoff. You look at it and go, "Wow, that doesn't pay that much." At the three-dollar minimum, it's it, you're not going to be able to go spread spread in in two races. It's gonna it's gonna cost you more. I think it's gonna create better gambling. Um, if you hit second and third and fourth favorites now in that sequence, I think you'll also get paid off better. I, I love the idea of the three dollar minimum. Maybe you don't do it all day. You do it once a day with the um, with the the best three turf races on the card. I, I think it's a great gamble going forward. My one knock against it, and there's only one. I wish the takeout would have been yep. dropped to some extent. Thank you. Exactly. To create if you promote right a new wager, attract... maybe make it fan friendly to get them started. Twenty three point six eight percent is the rake. It's right. too high. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, let's, let's see how this works two... out, anyways. Yeah, I mean, you know, getting uh, over 20% is prohibitive. That's that's what kills you. So we could have gotten under 20%, who knows, maybe down the road. But I think that would attract more eyeballs and more money had the, the takeout for this bet been dropped. Agree 100%. How about uh, which time? We need some picks, Bruce. Exactly. you got Golden Gate <laughs> running today, and uh, we got uh, Los Alamitos. So how, how about north and south from you today, Bruce? Yeah, let's go. The end of the card of Golden Gate, beginning of the card of Los Al. So we'll give you a lot of action. We'll give you a lot of downtime in between. Let's go to the eighth race at Golden Gate. Starter allowance horses. Um, competitive group. Going to be a quick pace. I won't go through all the front runners, but there is plenty of speed. I like the seven horse in here. I'm Dr. O. Didn't run particularly well at Del Mar, but that was first time grass against a buzzsaw by the name of Sawazdi, who just dominated from start to finish. If you take a look at its previous races, though, at Golden Gate, this was a competitive allowance horse. That's a higher level than today's starter allowance race. He's shown the ability to rate it finish. I think if you take him off his synthetic track form, he's a great fit with these, and he certainly should get a favorable trip on top of that. So in race eight, number seven, I'm Dr. O at 6-1 to one on the morning line. That's Golden Gate, race number eight. Horse number seven, I'm Dr. O, six to one on the program at Golden Gate for Bruce, and that's betonbruce.com. And how about going down south? Let's go to Los Alamitos. First race at Los Alamitos. I'll tell you a horse that really perked up last time is the three, Jacadra's Devil. I thought this was a commendable loss. Um, she dueled early, fell out of it, looked like she was just about done, and she re-rallied very gamely to finish third in a, in a useful performance. She now stretches out from a sprint to a route. She should show speed here. I think the four-horse Sphere Arbiter uh, is a horse that's probably gone the wrong way. She'll be up close to her. Um, she's won it a mile before, as we said. I, I, I like her improvement. She did not run well at Del Mar this summer, maybe didn't care for the track, but I think she should position herself right near the front here and could be dangerous at a bettable price. So race one, number three, Jacadra's Devil at 4-1 to one on the morning line. Race one on Los Alamitos, Jacadra's Devil, number three in the program, four to one. That's at uh, betonbruce.com. And, and, Bruce, what tracks did you cover today? So today we did Los Alamitos, the late part of the card at, at Churchill. Outstanding program today at Churchill. So we put, and it's an evening card today. So uh, Churchill uh, with Los Alamitos on the full card and also 
put a pick four together, late pick four at Golden Gate on the best bets. Sounds good, Bruce. We'll let you go and get that voice healed up, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. Nice to talk to you guys. Take care. Feel better, Bruce. That was Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. Let's go ahead and take our next break. When we come back, we'll go across the country. We'll talk to John Hardoon, give us a look at the Pennsylvania Derby, and we'll check him with Scott Shapiro, the nighttime card at twi- at, uh, for TwinSpires.com at Churchill Downs. You're listening to Thoroughbred LA right here in the home of Angels Baseball, AMA 30 KLAA. Radio AMA 30. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bread. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Good news, racing fans. Santa Anita's highly anticipated autumn meet is fast approaching with opening day this Friday, September 29th. The 19-day meet will be highlighted by the 40th annual Breeders' Cup World Championships on November 3rd and 4th and will be hosted by Santa Anita for a record 11th time. Make your reservations now at breederscup.com slash tickets. Fans come join the party on opening day with first post time at 1 o'clock. As always, we'll have free parking and admission on Friday, and we've got an outstanding wagering menu headed by a return to a traditional pick six with a 70-30 split and daily consolation payoffs along with a carryover if there are no tickets with six winners. Along with the $1 pick six, for the first time ever, we'll have a $3 all-turf pick three on the final three grass races each day. Be sure to register for our free $5,000 online survivor at SantaAnita.com and come join us on opening weekend for world-class racing at the Great Race Place. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. 
Cross players. It's another huge weekend of nighttime action at Los Alamitos with our first post on Saturday and Sunday set for shortly after the final Los Alamitos daytime race. And as always, the best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos, featuring two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. And racing fans, don't forget that Los Alamitos always features a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. Saturday's action will include top juveniles as they continue to prepare for the Golden State Trials. Get ready for sizzling quarter horse racing this weekend. And as always on Sunday night, Los Alamitos adds 10,000 to the pick six pool if there's not a carryover. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of racing. It's always at Los Alamitos. Don't miss this weekend of quarter horse racing action. Angels Radio. AM 30. Welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo, joined by Jay Pribbon. And Jay, if you're going up to Santa Anita next weekend for opening weekend and all those Breeder' Cup prep races, where are you going to stay? The, the Le Meridian, that is the spot, John, just uh, past the seven furlong shoot there at Santa Anita. It's at 130 West Huntington Drive. For reservations, you can call 626-777-6699. And if you tell them uh, that you want the Thoroughbred LA rate, they'll give you a 15% discount. Or you can just go to Marriott.com and use the code S, like Santa Anita, S9498 uh, at that website, and you'll also get the 15% discount. But uh, it's a great place to stay, super convenient, really nice spot. Yeah, it's a good good hotel. I like it a lot. And yeah. uh, if you're going next weekend, too, Friday, admission is free, discounted uh, margaritas and, and uh, beers. Yeah. So get lubed up and go crash at the Limerita, and you'll be <laughs> just all Just walk set. across the street. Don't even have to drive. <laughs> but be careful. Use the lights, okay? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go ahead and bring our next guest. We're going to go back east and talk to John Hardoon of the Ragas and Sheets. And, John, you have one less track to worry about today. They're at the cancellation at Aqueduct. Good morning. John, good morning. Jay, how you guys doing? Good, John. Doing fine. So with, with the cancellation at uh, Aqueduct, I thought I'd have you take a look at the race at Parks today, the $1 million Pennsylvania Derby, and uh, horses coming in from all around the nation. How do you see this race uh, unfold? Actually, I love this race, and I was going to use this race as uh, my radio play or one of my radio plays, and I love the number three horse in there, Sorty Crown. This is a three-year-old gelding from the – a three-year-old colt, I'm sorry, from the Brad Cox Farm. Four career starts, each race better than the previous one. The track is a quagmire, similar to the way the track was on Jim Dandy Day at Saratoga. This horse ran lights out that day. I beat a zap by uh, Forte. And uh, there are no Fortes in this field. And uh, if you really get anywhere near 7-2, to two, I would <laughs> run to the window. You won't. <laughs> <laughs> John, John, have you, I don't know if no, no. I, I don't know if you uh, know. You know, there's these there's great works of fiction in, in, in you know by Hemingway or F. Scott Fitzgerald. Also, today's Pennsylvania Derby morning line are, are among the great works of fiction. <laughs> Anybody who thinks reincarnate is going to be a shorter price than Saudi Crown, uh, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's the respect for Baffert, but guess what? Cox deserves some respect, too, you know. Yeah, he's but, pretty uh, good. That is, that is a ridiculous price. I agree. So I'm hoping for, for two to one, five to two. Maybe I'll get it, maybe not. But uh, I think nice. that this is clearly the best horse in the race. 
Well, John, they just ran the third race at Parks, uh, unofficial at this point, but what I've seen the first three races so far, it looks like you want to be up close. It doesn't look like the horses are making a lot of big runs from the back of the pack. It's still early on the card. We'll monitor. The track is sloppy. They just ran six and a half furlongs in 119 and four. So that was the implied stakes that just ran at Parks. John, with uh, Aqueduct not racing today, what are you covering today at johnhardoon.com? Well, I have Churchill, I have Parks, I have Glossel, and I even threw in Gulfstream. So a little wow. of everything for everyone. Well, okay, we, we're going to use uh, the Pennsylvania Derby as one of your plays, and we're going to get another one for you. Where else do you want to go? We're going to go to Churchill Downs, race number 11, which goes off about midnight East Coast time. So uh, if you think you've got a break because there's no Delmar and you're on the East Coast, well, Churchill runs the night peg. I think it's 11.15 to be more precise. Anyway, 11th and final race, which is on the grass, uh, which is on the main track, I should say, at a mile and a 16th. And I like the number four horse in here, Bruna Boyne. Bruna Boyne's a three-year-old filly from the Bill, uh, Brett Calhoun barn, Francisco Arrieta board to ride. She's an improving horse, getting better with each start. She's run at Churchill in the past, and she's run well. She's listed at 16 in the morning line. Number four, Bruna Boyne. The wins today is 11th and final out of Churchill Downs. That's the 11th and final at Churchill tonight. Number four, Bruna Boyne, 6-1 to one on the program. That's for John Hardoon and the Ragazin Sheets. And, John, what do you have available on your website? Uh, parks, Lowe's I'm sorry, I asked you that. And then you have the best play phone three numbers three as well? Uh, <laughs> Our top story tonight. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-N.com, three best plays, $10, full card, $25. Thank you, guys. There you go. Stay safe, be well, and have a great day out at the race. Bye, John. Stay, stay, stay dry today, John, Bye. and enjoy the races. <laughs> that was John Arden of the Rags and the Sheets. And, Jay, we're going to bring in an old friend. He's been busy doing all the uh, the, the pre-work on those race carts at Churchill Downs yeah. during the day. But with the uh, Downs after dark tonight, I heard it's bourbon and boots tonight at uh, Churchill Downs. And bring in our old friend Scott Shapiro. Scott, uh, you got your boots on? You ready to do a little, <laughs> a little stomping? How you doing? I've got uh, my normal shoes on, guys, and I uh, won't be drinking any bourbon. And uh, John Hardoon rubbing it in that uh, well past my bedtime, I'll be analyzing horse races, particularly his radio <laughs> Well, first of all, uh, what are the conditions for racing at, at Louisville today? We've been uh, very fortunate. Mother Nature has cooperated. Uh, we haven't had any issues with rain, and it's been beautiful. Uh, so it should be a perfect night out here. I know that's not the case in many other locales, but, uh, yeah, it should be fast and firm, and it should be uh, a really good night. Uh, I know I'm not talking to the Louisville area, but Louisville folks that want to come out, it should be a lot of fun. Well, Scott, one of the benefits of you doing a Twilight card, it kind of falls into our wheelhouse out here in Southern California. You have a 6 o'clock first post-time East Coast. That makes 3 o'clock our time. You've got four stakes races tonight. The field sizes are good, and I just want to see where you want to touch on, if you want to look at one of the stakes races, or if you have someplace else you want to go for a radio play. Well, I can touch on the stakes race if you want, the one that I think is the best, and then give a radio play, or I can just go right to the radio play. You tell me. <clears throat> let's let's take a look at the stakes. Okay, yeah, I think the most intriguing, I know the Dogwood is the only graded stakes, but I think the, the ninth race, the Seneca Overnight Stakes, is the most intriguing and maybe the strongest group of all the stakes races. It features tax to... Uh, Tried the grade one Alabama unsuccessfully for Randy Morris, who claimed great claim for $50,000. Obviously, she 
well exceeded the, their expectations off the claim. She's going to probably be the favorite. She's five to two on the line, but I think there's a couple uh, Phillies that have a chance to to spring a minor upset here. Uh, number four, Poblano was very impressive in her first start off the uh, bench for Brendan Walsh. Did control things quite easily on the front end, but visually was extremely impressive. I think she's got some upside. And I did make my top selection in here, number seven, Kajira, who's only raced on the dirt once for Phil Bauer, but it was in the Darley Alcibiades last year, grade one, of course, at Keeneland. And she held her own. She's been racing over the turf otherwise, but she trained very well, happened to catch one of the works of hers uh, on the Churchill Downs main track, and I've got very little concern that she's going to take the main track and always been a big fan of this filly. So I like 7-4-1 with Tax maybe being a little vulnerable coming back uh, in a soft spot where I think the grade one was probably the main goal. And what about uh, another uh, radio play for us, Chapper? Jay, great to hear your voice, buddy. Um, Likewise. Race five five is going to be my radio play of the uh, day. It's a maiden special. It's three-year-olds and up. A lot of big pedigrees in here. But a lot of these big pedigrees have taken a long time to get to the races. I prefer a horse that uh, has raced once and uh, is a three-year-old. And that's number seven, Not So Holy, who uh, debuted for Brian Lynch at Ellis Park on August 19th. He was beaten by the 8-5 to five morning line favorite in here, Sahalot, but he did not have a favorable race shape that day, and the racetrack at Ellis that day played very much towards inside speed, and he was well off the pace while making a big middle move. I think he's going to turn the tables on the favorite. I think he's got a big shot to run a huge race, number seven, Not So Holy in race five. So that's number seven, not so holy. Five to one on the program. Race five tonight at Churchill Downs, post time Pacific time, just around four fifty-seven p.m. So you can catch that. Uh, you can catch Shapper doing the pregame show at Churchill Downs <laughs> online, and you can get all of his picks at churchilldowns.com for the entire card. Scott, uh, enjoyed getting you back on. We'll get you back on as time permits. And uh, best of luck to you tonight. And r- run the table. You had a good run yesterday, and I was cashing tickets. I appreciate it. Uh, much needed. It's been a slow go, so glad I was able to uh, recoup some of it yesterday. But, uh, yeah, everybody, good luck out there. Hope uh, everybody checks out the uh, Church Without product. I think it's the best thing going today. That was Scott Shapiro from Twin Spires. And uh, before we take a break, Jay, a couple places if you can't get to Los Alamitos today. Uh, some, uh, how about the Inland Empire up at the Derby Room, Bob Ike's stomping grounds. And uh, they, they've got a sale up there, the Facing Tipton Yearling Sale on Tuesday. Kicks off at 11 o'clock. But uh, you, have, I don't know if you've been up there. Oh, it's a great spot, the Derby Room at Fairplex. They've got, uh, they're have got open for satellite wagering there. A lot of regulars there, including Mr. Ike, as you mentioned, loves, loves going over to the Derby Room. And then in Orange County, obviously, Sammy's is a great place. They're celebrating their 10th anniversary with a new horse player menu in their satellite wagering room featuring prices that are rolled back to 2013. So right. a couple of great spots if you can't get to the live racing and what kurt hoover is not doing the simulcast show at los alamitos you can probably find him down at sammy's yes, so yes you can yeah we're, we're pretty easy to find <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting pretty tractable which just is find, dangerous let's look for a betting window somewhere yeah. <laughs> well let's go ahead and take our final break when we come back we're gonna go down to south florida talk to toby callett and as usual we'll finish off the day with michael rona calling races day and night at los alamitos you're listening to thoroughbred los angeles right here in the home of angels baseball am 830 KLAA. Angels Radio. AM 830. 
horse racing fans. Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with action-packed racing cards in beautiful Orange County. Our daytime meet continues with live racing held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through September 24th. First post will be 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time horse of the year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, and so many other great stars. Our stakes action is headed by the Dark Mirage on Saturday, September 23rd. Plus, on this day, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest. You can win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. The handicapping contest is set for Saturday, September 23rd. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. It's daytime racing at Los Alamitos through Sunday, September 24th. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AM830. Welcome back to the Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo. 
with Jay Pridman. And Jay, if, I know you might be at the Breeders' Cup on set at Santa Anita, but uh, we're going to have the Las Vegas Valley covered, Bob Ike and I. Bob Ike will be doing a seminar at the Rampart on Friday night, 6 p.m., with uh, Dwayne Colucci, the racebook manager over there at the Rampart. And I'll be uh, back over at the South Point as usual. And John Hardoon from the Ragas and Sheets is going to fly out from New York. Ralph Sirocco will host us, and we're going to cover uh, the second day, the Saturday card of the Breeders' Cup Friday night as well. So looking forward to that, looking forward to seeing you a lot got of the our va- friends. You guys got the valley covered. We have the valley covered, and <laughs> and then we'll do a little damage around the valley through that week, I'm sure. So watch out, guys. We're coming to Vegas again. Let's go ahead and, and get our, our final guest list here. And first of all, a guy walking tall today, uh, Toby Callot from tobycallot.com and todaysracingdigest.com. Jay, on his best bets yesterday, right off the bat, race one at Gulfstream Park, Refugiata, easy for you to say, 11-1, to 25-20, his best bet, came back with a six-race winner, R. Harper Rose, was all over the place on his best bets yesterday, and Toby, I hope you haven't spent the money yet, because it's got a, a lot of chances to fire away again today, good morning. Good morning, John, good morning, Jay, uh, you know, the, the truth is, as you know, uh, you know, during the summer, in the last couple of years, uh, the uh, the Gulfstream tree has has not uh, has not bore much fruit. So uh, you know we we meandered our way through. Yesterday uh, all the stars aligned, and uh, we'll hope that it's a uh, a precursor for what's uh, what's in store. Because uh, you know the the turf course is fine. The sod has finally uh, been laid down, and hopefully it takes root well, and uh, we get back to to normal races. Uh, um, last week at Gulfstream. Uh, you guys that like football, uh, the the final score was uh, Tepeta twenty, Real Dirt seven. So the the surface that was going to to be there to complement the others uh, has taken over. It's uh, it's like cancer, you know. It's it, it spread, and uh, uh, sadly, you know, you know me, there's not not much to play on them when that's the case. Uh, this week it's a little different. We have more dirt races and. Yesterday it worked out, and we hope it continues. Well, Toby, you're on a roll, so let's get a play today from Gulfstream Park. I'll take you to the 10th race today. Uh, this is a pretty nice uh, group. Uh, there's eight in here. Uh, it's, a, it's an optional claimer allowance uh, going for $51,000. And in here, I like the seven. His name is Rod to Rod. Rod to Rod is returning to Gulfstream. Uh, he's spending some time up at, uh, on the shore in, in New Jersey at Mama. And uh, this is where he likes it. Uh, he's moved into a new barn. I, I like I like the barn switch here. Uh, this barn, as you guys know, Amador uh, Sanchez knows what he's doing. I think that Rod Rod's in the right spot. Behind him, we're looking at the four local Abario coming off my horses to watch list. The six pure spike also off the horses to watch list, and the five desert ruler rounds out the gimmicks. Seven, four, six, five. Stay alive in today's tenth at Gulfstream Park. That's the 10th race of Gulfstream, number 7, Rod to Rod, 9 to 2 on the morning line for Toby Callett. For all of Toby's best plays, go to todaysracingdigest.com or tobycallett.com. Toby, get on with it. Enjoy it. I know they're running the first right now, and uh, we'll let you get back to your business. Down the stretch they come right now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> on, 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 on a surface that you are not gambling on. <laughs> Pasadena for Toby. Perfect time to do the show. Uh, uh, this is the- Strictly charting. Indeed. Well <laughs> All right. He'll be well rested for the dirt races. There you go. He'll be ready exactly. to go. Thanks, Toby.
And let's okay, go ahead and now bring in our final guest, the guy that's working day and night, calling uh, one more weekend here of day and night stuff, and that's Michael Rona, the track announcer at Los Alamitos. Michael, doing a great job enjoying the calls. How are you doing this morning? Just fine. Thank you, John. Good morning. And good day, Jay. Good day, Michael. Now, no, no stakes races tonight or tomorrow night at Los Alamitos, but you've got some interesting cards. And I uh, just want to see, uh, first of all, with the nine race cards, what is post time each day at Los Alamitos? The tonight, night card. Six, yeah, tonight is 6.15 and tomorrow 6.10. Okay. And as far as the radio play, then, uh, where do you want to go? It's a tricky time of the year, in my opinion. There's a lot of horses coming in after Riadoso closed. Uh, who are making their first start and looking perhaps for uh, a pathway into the trials, a, a, a prep, if you like. For example, we've had the Golden State Million Futurity Trials on October 8. Uh, look, without a lot of confidence this week, in the seventh race, a two-year-old maiden, I'm going to try number six, Relentless Dreamer, who had one start at Riadoso with no luck. And I like the fact that he's at least had one run under the lights at Los Alamitos for a mid-pack finish, has the potential to move forward, and 6-1 to one is a decent price for a top trainer in Heath Taylor. But drawn either side is some very expensive yielding purchases with a couple of races either at Remington Park or Riadoso. They're difficult to assess. They don't look great on paper, but they're in top barns. And uh, it's just, uh, in my mind, uh, a difficult little period of the calendar to navigate from a handicapping standpoint. But Relentless Dreamer should run well and be involved in the finish in the seventh race, number six. The pick last week, by the way, break even was unfortunately scratched. Exactly. No blood, no blood last weekend, so you got to pass on that. But we, we always need you because you have a way of getting us out after the damage <laughs> we do during the daytime. So uh, well, I appreciate that. I was just going Go to say Mike. the... Uh, that long shot I was talking up in the Grade 1 Mildred Vessels Memorial last Saturday night from the rail, Lil Longmire, who was 10 to 1 on the morning line, lost by a nose before being disqualified. So, And then we had escalated losing by a nose from the rail a week earlier at 7 to 1. So we've been thereabouts with some long-priced horses, just uh, unable to actually find the winner's circle at big price. Well, you've got a 6-1 to one shot, number 6, Relentless Dreamer, race 7 tonight at Los Alamitos, Michael. And uh, we'll go with that and see if we can get that nose bob our way this time. And, uh, again, you're calling day and night. And uh, it wasn't it nice to see Kyle Frey come back off the layoff and get a couple of wins during the daytime yesterday? Yes, he came back firing on all cylinders. Great to see. And we welcome back Abel Cedillo action this afternoon. He had one mount yesterday that was scratched. But as of race 4 today... Uh, it'll be great to see Sadio riding again. Fantastic. Michael, we'll let you save your voice. You've got a lot to do today and tonight, and we'll try and cash a bet tonight at Los Alamitos on Relentless Dreamer. Best of luck, and thank you. Thanks, fellas. Hooroo. Bye, Michael. That was Michael Rohner from Los Alamitos. And, Jay, it was great to have you back with me again, and uh, looking forward to playing the races today. A lot of action going on. We're going to have uh, Mike Wilman, as usual, tomorrow, 8 to 10. You've got Andy Harris coming up with a SoCal restaurant show. I'm going to parole you back to your retirement, <laughs> and we'll call the bullpen as needed. Thank you. I, I, I like coming in just every once in a while. You know, I don't want to get as much work as, as Hater does for the, for the Padres. <laughs> just you know, a little, little more uh, like this is great. But thank That's you. Right. It, was, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Guys, uh, we'll let you get going. Best of luck today at the races. Let's hope the uh, rain stays away from parks and we can get that Pennsylvania Derby in on a good track. We'll talk to you guys next Saturday here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles.
to Mr. A. People yakety-yak the streak and waste your time a day. But Mr. Ed will never speak unless he has something to say. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. And this one will talk to his voice is horse. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. I am Mr. Ed. 